earlier on the podcast, I talked about some interesting regulations coming out of China and how I think they're going to impact AI globally. And I think this is especially relevant today as one of China's tech titans is essentially racing to invest $340 million in an open AI competitor. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about some of the implications of this, why I think this is important, some of the geopolitical outcomes that I think are going to be happening in AI because of this, and why I think it might not be great to integrate Chinese AI into what we use here in America or Europe or other places, and why I think we may not actually have a, ch a choice about this, but uh, we're going to be using this whether we like it or not. So let's dive into it on the podcast today. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Zipu AI has just secured $340 million dollars um, obviously right now we have, you know, this is happening amidst a really big U.S. tech kind of China divide. Um, so I think amid this whole escalating AI race between the U.S. and China, Ahipu uh, AI is an emerging foundational model which developed um, in China. But it has announced, of course, that they have a significant fundraise of 2.5 billion yuan. That's roughly 300, uh, $340 million dollars. This development, I think, really kind of illustrates a larger narrative of two separate landscapes, one dominated by U.S. giants like OpenAI and Anthropic and other, um, you know, essentially China, which is having kind of some emerging AI powerhouses. Now, the reason I think all of this is important, if you've listened to my recent podcast on Chinese regulation, they've recently announced, essentially, um, they have said that if you don't want to get blacklisted and you want to be able to train AI in China, you cannot put anything into the training data that number one uh china is actively censoring with their you know great chinese firewall or whatever um so anything that the state is censoring the ccp is censoring chinese communist party is censoring you cannot include that in your data set and in addition any content that they they think is like problematic to society that does not support the what they what they literally quote as the socialist agenda um Anything that does, if you have more than like 5% of your content that goes against their like ideological, they have a bunch of ideological things. So more than 5% of your content is not in alignment with China's stated ideological, um, you know, essentially ideological uh, lines, constitutions, then your AI is going to get banned. And in addition, if you just train anything that is against anything that they're currently censoring, you'll also get banned. So I think that's important because we know that everything coming out of China, all of these AI models coming out of China, obviously are going to be heavily censored to the Chinese Communist Party's agenda. So it's interesting um, because as obviously they're raising a ton of money, $340 million in this case, um, 
But with all of this, you know, I think it's important that we are aware and having conversation about conversations about what happens when this AI leaves China, comes to America, is incorporated into tools that we use here, um, what the implications of that are. So this was established back in 2019. And uh, essentially, uh, Apu's AI's origins can be traced back to the eminent Tishua University. So the company was initiated. Um, it was kind of by Tang Ji, who's a distinguished professor at the university's Department of Computer Science and Technology. And the funding news arrives, obviously, during a, a very sensitive period where there's a lot going on between the U.S. and China. I think the Biden administration recently really tightened exports regu- and, you know, they have some regulations on NVIDIA's AI chips to China, which is a move that I think is going to challenge China's ability to develop large language models in response to potential semiconductor bans from Washington. China's um, AI firms have been amassing huge quantities of these chips with investments totaling hundreds of millions of dollars to maintain its stake in this, you know, high stakes AI competition. Uh, Zipu has ensured a robust financial backing by a lot of different investors. Um, this $340 million uh, fundraise, I think, is particularly noteworthy since it originated from Yuan, uh, Yuan-dominated funds, right? So this is not American dollars that are getting sent over here. This is, you know, money from inside of China that's developing this. And I think this really, right now, demonstrates a market departure from the past 20 years where you know, USD was a primary financing currency. However, recent geopolitical tensions, of course, driving this really big technological rift, I think have changed the investment landscape, specifically when we're talking about AI. Um, I think notably Joe Biden uh, in August issued an executive order prohibiting US investments in crucial Chinese tech sectors. And this kind of encompasses fields like AI, semiconductors, quantum computing, all of that. Um, And so I think while the move is a strategy to counteract Chinese military expansion, right? That was that's kind of like the idea behind this. Um, essentially, the executive order is like, hey, we're gonna like slow down their AI development so we can stay ahead. Their AI semiconductor quantum computing development so we can stay ahead because inevitably they're gonna integrate this into their military and we don't want them to have that military edge. So that's kind of uh, the U.S.'s thinking on that. I think it also kind of cast a shadow over China's. Uh, China-focused American venture capitalists. So as a result, we saw a bunch of different companies, right? We saw Sequoia Capital China and GGV Capital. They both underwent some rebranding or structural changes to kind of adapt to the shifting environment. Um, I think this led a bunch of different venture capital firms, including Hong Shan, which was formerly Sequoia Capital China, um, Sunway Capital and Hillhouse Capital. Uh, They all participated in Zoop's funding round and uh, or Zipu's funding round. And additionally, I think a state fund managed by Legend Capital also backed the AI firm. Surprise, surprise, the Chinese Communist Party's state fund is invested in this. So in case you're wondering, is this AI going to be super aligned with the Chinese Communist Party? I think the answer is probably yes. So and of course, I think that's why like Sequoia Capital had to rebrand um, and, you know, kind of distance themselves from their Chinese branch because... Uh, you know, probably investing alongside the CCP in technology that's inevitably going to be integrated into the, you know, the People's Republic of China's army or whatever, probably isn't a good look for an American venture capital firm. So I think adding another feather to its cap, Zipu also got support from a big list of Chinese internet giants um, who typically operate as competitors. So 
We saw Alibaba, Tencent, and Group, Yaomi, and Kingcroft. They all co-invested in this round, which I think is kind of highlighting the potential they see in this, or maybe they're just being blackmailed by the Chinese Communist Party. Who knows, right? In any case, I think on the technology front, Zipu recently made headlines by open sourcing its bilingual conversational AI model, ChatGLM6B. This model trained on 6 billion parameters, and it has... Um, you know, running inferences on standard consumer-grade graphics cards. So additionally, Zipu has also released an open-source foundational model, the GLM-130B, which was trained on around 130 billion parameters. Overall, this is a very interesting landscape as China's getting more into this. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they roll some of this technology out into America or into products that they ship to America and whether we want this, you know, Chinese-censored AI or not. Um, I feel like it's going to find its way here. So this is going to be an interesting um, area to keep an eye on and to talk about. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.